0: Now, here is your host, Realtor, Deb Tomorrow.
1: All right, welcome to another show. This is Real Real Estate Today, and I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, and I have an idea for today's show. You have a a, a brand new idea? I have a brand new idea. Okay. Revolutionary. Okay. We're just going to sit in silence. Hmm. Doesn't that sound fabulous? We need a moment of silence for for both of us. We just need silence. Like, I just want to, like, I just need silence. And uh, so, yeah, so that's my thought for today. We'll just sit in silence. It'll be a new thing. And there'll be an ad every once in a while. Yeah, your listeners will really enjoy that. (laughs) Just tune in for a moment of silence. So the voice you hear on the other side is Karen Rastel, who is the best damn lender in the state of Indiana with Ruoff Home Mortgage. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for still having me. (laughs) What is going on in real estate right now? Just a lot. The market is... A lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I know I had uh, Friday, I had a deal fall apart for kind of no good reason, but buyer's remorse. That Mm -hmm. the buyers like, you know, offered $10,000 over list price kind of thing. And then inspections came and the home was in really good condition. And they're like, (gasps) panicked and walked away and on and on and on and on. You know, we got another offer together 24 hours later, but it was like just nonstop. For like tw- 24 hours dealing with that. But it came back in good condition and they were still a little nervous. I felt like for the, for a house of its age. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen an inspection report that had not a single word about the roof, the furnace, um, or the foundation walls. Not wow. a single comment on those like three major items. Wow. It's almost too good to be I'm true. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, anyways. Let's make sure. Yeah. So I had to go back over yesterday because one of the agents showed the house and then forgot to put the key back in the lockbox and locked it inside the house so that no one could get into the house. So I had to go back over yesterday, and I was talking with my clients, and we were all kind of like, "Phew!" because I was like, I need a nap after that. It was just a crazy 24 to 48 hours kind of thing because we had multiple offers, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, uh, and I said, uh, you know, hang in there. I haven't lost anyone. And then I always kind of go, but well, that's not really true because I have had two clients die on me in the middle of transactions, stop. but still. And the, the wife, the look the wife gave me was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, I probably should stop saying that because <laughs>
2: Yeah, you just sit at the closing table and you're like, well, we're finally here.
1: I didn't want to alarm anybody right. up until this
2: point. Thank but.
1: God you didn't die. Oh my gosh. So anyways, it's been like that. Today was another crazy day and now we're pending thunderstorms coming in so i told a our engineer that if we lose a uh, signal then good luck to y'all thanks for listening <laughs> because I we're already at a special location because the internet line was cut in my office they're doing construction and somebody cut it and shut down everybody in our offices so it's been an awesome day already yeah i don't know how how I could function without internet or some type of connection. Oh, well I lost power on Sunday. I was letting the dogs out and uh, this has nothing to do. This is pretty much what the show is going to be today. We're just going to sit and chat. Karen and I are going to catch up. Uh, So yeah, I let the dogs out was in the middle of working on a new listing. My 7,000 square foot karate studio nestled on 61 and a half acres of pristine Owen County forest. If anyone's interested, it's a great listing. Um, And, uh, and uh, there was a huge explosion. like somewhere outside huge explosion your home yeah and the house shook (laughs) and then the power went out and i was like mother hmm." what was i doing sunday i don't know Hmm. so i called uh or no so on my phone i did a a power outage really good at that because we have power outages all the time and um didn't have the you know i can't yours was out working and so you know we couldn't hook the generator up or whatever and the lady calls me she goes did you hear anything i was like uh yeah big explosion so they had it back up about an hour no two three hours later but it's been you know in the 90s too so I had all the shades drawn I was walking around in like complete darkness trying to keep the house cool I wish I could have driven by your house the only nice
2: thing was that there was I didn't even know you had like curtains or shades
1: oh yeah I have a few Okay, I have a few. I thought everything was like just open. Uh, Well, some of the windows are, but yeah, I have a few. So uh, yeah, it was complete silence too, like nothing running. You know that sound, which is kind of nice. It is until the dogs start barking. Yeah, because then that's nonstop. So anyways, power, we love you, power. We love you, electric. I did figure out how to do a hotspot from my phone to my iPad, so that was pretty exciting. So I felt like I was entering into the new millennium. I've never done that. I know. I need to learn. I need to learn how to do that. So, yeah, it, it was really easy. Uh, so it was good. So I was able to write some contracts on my iPad and get those sent out. So it wasn't a complete waste of time. But we are going to talk a little bit about kind of the 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 new generation. We're going to talk about social media today at some point. I have other things I want to talk about first, but we'll get to social media yeah. eventually, or not. I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> whatever (laughs) no so okay so I want to talk about moments of zen right yeah because we so badly need that so I had an amazing conversation last week with a lady that I wanted to share with everyone um, because she actually has a new show that's going to be starting sometime soon on Voice America Um, so on this same network I'm not sure when her start date is I'll have to find that out Um, but her name is Aniko Samoji. I think I pronounced that correctly. And she and her husband have a farm in Hawaii on the top of a volcano called Anacona Farms. Interesting. And it's a coffee plantation. Okay. And it's just like, oh, doesn't that sound just nice? Everything's at the and volcano zone. part. Well, it's not active. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. But it, it it could possibly. Well, you know, I don't know. When 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 does an inactive volcano become an inactive volcano? I'll have Rachel post she did like a little 20 minute segment with with someone on Voice America on a Voice America show and I listened to that and they asked her that question I can't remember the answer now she seemed pretty felt like she was safe
2: well I would think she so. was a otherwise concern. she would not have opened a, you know right a business so, right yeah.
1: exactly so anyways this Anacona Farms they have they make what's uh, what they call like a state coffee which I love because Rachel our dear Rachel who's not here she should be here probably in the second segment Uh, our associate producer, she was making some, I know I'm going, I'm talking in circles today. Bear with me. Uh, It's cathartic for me. So she was making jam. Did you see that on Facebook? Mm -mm. She made some cherry jam last week or the week before and she posted on Facebook and she said, it's estate cherry jam. And people are like, what does estate mean? She goes, it just means it's fancy. (laughs) And I was like, I really like that. Like I'm going to start calling everything like estate and it'll make it sound fancy, right? Okay. And uh, so, anyways, this, this coffee came uh, as I'd ordered some, and they sent me some samples, and it was estate coffee, and I had to laugh about that. But I am not a coffee drinker. But I have to tell you, I smelled the bag of coffee, and I was like, holy crap. You want to, you like, like, convert to being a coffee drinker? She said it's, like, velvety, and I'm like, I can smell the velvet. Yeah. I don't even know how to, like, when I sniff it. It's velvet in my nose. Yes. No, I, I, <laughs> crazy, I, right? I can understand that. And I had sent a bag to my dad for Father's Day, and he called me yesterday because it showed up. And I, he has this thing of he likes his coffee, but he likes to mix hot chocolate in it, like hot chocolate mix. Make a little mocha something or other. I don't know. Okay. And I was like, you cannot put chocolate in this coffee. Can you not smell the velvet you, through the packaging? Exactly. You need to just drink it. Uh, so we're going to post some links up to that. But um, And I'll let you know when that show starts. She's going to be doing, I think this is really interesting, like coffee stories. Uh, I'm sure she's going to talk about you know life on the, the coffee plantation and in Hawaii and that sort of thing and that whole sort of aloha vibe. But she's also going to bring people on to talk about kind of their stories around coffee. Coffee, you know, and how you know they've bonded with people via coffee, and I mean, coffee is just a huge part of a lot of people's lives. It's sort of a lifestyle, and it's sort of, um, you know, it's more than just a habit. It's, yeah, I know. Like, like people could bond over Diet Dr Pepper,
2: Diet Dr Pepper, Coke Zero, certain wines, or bourbon. Butterscotch snobs, yeah, yeah. I mean, like my husband drinks uh, bourbon, and there is a. There's a small audience for, yes. for bourbon. Yeah. So, so we could do like a so bourbon and cigar show.
1: We could. No, not us. Well, no, somebody. Just somebody, right? Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I keep meaning to talk. I meant to suggest to Annika when I was talking to her about doing, she needs to do a coffee table book about <laughs> coffee plantation.
2: That's anacona like sign, farms that's like a sign i know episode. the coffee table book
1: about coffee tables this yeah. is the coffee table book about coffee and so uh anyways uh, it's gonna be really interesting and it was just it was a nice break to kind of talk to her and and then to get that in the mail yesterday and she sent me some macadamia nuts too so that was pretty awesome i'm pretty excited i know i'm luckiest girl in the world um uh, and then it was kind of interesting because i have a seller uh who's moving to hawaii and uh and so I keep thinking, well, now I have all kinds of people to visit when I go to Hawaii. Well, you had clients that were relocating from Hawaii here last year. Yeah, I did. I think that was last year. Yeah. we yeah. were year before. Uh, but it's been, it, it's been really eye-opening for me to see the people who are moving to Hawaii. Like, literally three kids, they have to get rid of everything. Like, they're taking, I think, one or two pods. Like, you know, one of those pod containers? Right. That's it. Like, I walked downstairs when we were first walking through the house, and there was these tables... Just three tables full of Legos. And I, it dawned on me, and I said, what are the kids doing with their toys? Because they're all, like, elementary school, mm-hmm. preschool age. He's like, yeah, getting rid of them. And I was like, well, I guess the upside is you get to buy new toys, right? No, because they're going oh, to be living in gosh. Hawaii. Gosh, well, I guess so. They have
2: the entire outdoor. Like, that's what I would say. Let, let's get into a minimalistic
1: right. yeah, living. But well, the downside is that they are not taking their dog with them. Oh, we decide, years and I decide. we're like, nope, not moving to Hawaii. What kind of dog? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, it's gone with a family friend and I'm sure it's really well cared for. But, you know, it, the, you have to uh, quarantine your dog for a certain amount of time, which is fine. And they would be willing to do that, except that because the cost of housing is so expensive in Hawaii and he's working for a university, they are living in university housing. Mm. And university housing doesn't allow pets. So even if they came over with the dog, they wouldn't have a place to put them. Gotcha. When I was talking with Annika last week, they were talking about, they have, we were talking about dogs, of course. And they had previously lived in New Zealand and brought their, I think a dog and a cat maybe. And they had to be quarantined for like seven months. Really long time. The bright side was that when they decided to move to Hawaii, Hawaii accepted New Zealand's quarantine and so as long as the dogs went from straight from New Zealand to Hawaii they didn't have to re-quarantine them see all the things they have to learn if crazy, I ever right? get a dog or if Jack ever gets a dog okay just don't move overseas <laughs> okay I had a friend growing up and they went and lived in London for three years and her dad was like temporarily transferred there and they took their dog Tammy I remember Tammy this was when we were in like first grade and uh, had to quarantine her for I don't know if it was three months or yeah. six months it was a long time though it's kind of crazy. You dog lovers. <sighs> I know. Yeah. No, probably wouldn't do that. All right. Uh, so then I was going to talk about... Um, um, uh, the most expensive cities in the world because that's what Hawaii made me think of <laughs> so I think we'll do that when we come back from break like I said we're a little free flowing today so stick around we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about mortgage rates and we're going to talk about social media when you buy and sell your house Karen's looking at me like what the kind of, what the heck kind of show is this so stick around I promise it'll be good uh, you're listening to Real Real Estate Today your home for smart real estate
0: Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit Today. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. listening to real real estate today to reach deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show please send an email to deb at real real that's deb at real real estate now back to this week's program
1: all right welcome back thanks for tuning back in we're sort of rambling today because it's my show and i can um, it's kind of how I feel about it and it's raining. and, and you know, it's just kind of one of those days. So I do want to remind you though uh, Rachel's here, she's gonna be putting up some links as we talk about things going along on Facebook. so make sure you find me on Facebook Deb tomorrow realtor. Um, and if you're listening, hey, throw out a comment. I'd love to know who's listening out there. I, um, Found out last week from one of my very favorite clients that he listens every Tuesday. So shout out to Joe. Hey, Joe, working in the lab, right? I don't even know what he does, but he's working in the lab awesome he's probably smarter than we are yeah (laughs) so thanks for and i'm sure by listening to the show it's dumbing him down to our level a little bit but that's all right so thank you joe for listening but i'd love everyone to give a shout out on uh, facebook uh and you know and we should talk about the other social media things but as i just discovered um by the engineer who told me i have not logged on to instagram since june 28th of 2016 (laughs) oh snap so um we're gonna talk about social media a little bit today but I was, we were talking about Hawaii. We were trying to kind of get in our moment of zen. And so uh, I was uh, actually thinking you know, someday my job is going to be I'm going to get an RV. I'm going to drive around the country with my dogs. I'm going to talk to people about their home buying experiences. We were talking about like having to move to Hawaii you know what that's like. So, you know, I don't want to talk to people about granite countertops and stainless steel appliances and house center crap like that. But like what their home story is. So uh, i this popped up on my Facebook today or the other day yesterday i guess and so i thought oh this is kind of fun because i thought for sure that hawaii would be on this list 21 most expensive cities around the world to rent a two-bedroom apartment um and i just got kicked off the internet (laughs) ha ha since we're on special location um and what was interesting to me was that the uh it was not um and Hawaii wasn't on the list of 21 most expensive cities. Uh, it was uh, there's like all this conversation. Hold on a second, talk amongst yourselves as I log back on. This is the joy of um, when we're going on location. All right, 21 most expensive cities. Hi, so, anyways, yeah. it was mostly European. But number one expensive city, anyone? Anyone? No, New York. Oh, I Two-bedroom know. apartment rents for something like uh, $3,200 or something crazy like that. That doesn't so surprise I thought for me. sure that, and Boston was on the list as well. I think those were the two uh, American cities. Um, but the rest of them uh, were all like, European and Hong Kong and places like that. So we'll put that link up because I thought that was kind of interesting. Because I see these on Facebook all the time talking about social media um, where uh, you know they'll say, Oh, the one I saw last week was what is um, oh the best best price per square foot for purchasing a home. I should have saved that one. I don't know if I did or not because Indiana was like the best value out there. Really? I don't. Yeah. Right. Interesting. And Hawaii was I think number one most expensive. Washington D.C. and like California. Those were like the top three most expensive. But Indiana was like the most. I was like I don't believe that really. So, anyways, who knows? All right, we're giving up on technology today.
2: Uh, yeah, that's a nice segue into this.
1: Let's talk about social media. Well, I wanted to talk about mortgage rates, too, because I know Joe's listening, and I want to sound as smart as him. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a big, you know, people always say um, the, the, the Fed's meeting tomorrow. So here's what I do. This is where my brain goes because I'm just, like, delirious the past five days because things have been so insane. Pretty much sober, but just delirious. Uh, <laughs> that I, Okay, so they say Federal Reserve meets on Wednesday, right? So what is that going to do to interest rates? That's what everybody's talking about. I'm like, what, what What? happens when the Federal Reserve meets? Like, do they cater in lunch? <laughs> do, you know what I'm saying? Like, do they They have an event? Do they do an icebreaker? Yeah, like when you do training sessions, you always gotta do a stupid icebreaker. This or is something. what you think every time you hear this. This is what I'm Federal thinking. Reserve and I googled meeting. it last night. I was like, what happens? Oh. Like, did you, you know, find something? Did no, I found nothing.
2: Agenda is everyone meets for nothing. for a state coffee.
1: Yeah, in the state coffee right, exactly, <laughs> an account coffee. Nothing. Okay, all I know is that Janet Yellen is in charge of the Fed, and so I'm sure that that shit is organized because you know, woman's getting it done. Yeah, but anyways, so there's a lot of speculation. I don't know if you've read about any of that in the mortgage world. Has anybody been, been talking about it? I know you've been in the same. Delirium I feel like I need. Yeah, I feel like I need to say yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but
2: the answer is no. The answer is no. But um, nobody's ever, really. You haven't seen emails come out or anything from your company saying. We get daily, yeah. daily market movement and things like that. Yeah. So especially when the uh, the Federal Reserve is is going to meet, um, you know, if there's any. Any change or any forecast in uh, rate changes, they let us know. But there are definitely mortgage originators that follow that very closely. Right.
1: I I am not one of them. Well, what's interesting, and we talked about this on a previous show, and I would have to dig deep and find it um, because I think we talked about it so that I could help you look smarter than everybody else at the next party you go to kind of thing is that what happens when interest rates go up, when we hear the Fed hikes interest rates, people think, oh my gosh, mortgage rates are going to go up. But in actuality, the reverse typically happens. Uh, so I have saw a couple of articles over the past couple of days saying that the Fed is going to meet on Wednesday and probably raise interest rates. What does that mean for mortgage rates? And, you know, some slight panic. And I can envision people panicking a little bit. We seem to live in a world where... People panic a lot, um, and so I wanted to just throw that out there today. That it's probably—I mean, I'm not. And I know certainly lenders are never going to speculate on rates. Um, that's not a smart thing for you to do in the world. I'm a realtor. I can speculate on whatever the hell I want, right? Nobody cares. Um, but typically, mortgage rates are not necessarily tied to that Fed rate. The Fed rate is um, what—it's—it's uh, it's a rate that for banks uh, to borrow money from each other kind of That's kind of how they set that. O- overnight loans is what they call it. It's all ridiculously complicated. I feel like there should be an easier way. <laughs> point system or something. I don't know. Um, it could affect commercial loans because commercial loans um, are typically uh, they say prime rate plus one or prime rate plus a certain number of points. Um, and that prime rate comes from that Fed rate. But uh, it, mortgage rates tend to be based on bond rates. And this is what we talked about. Do you remember talking about that? I do remember. Ta- mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And so it it's one of those, I tell my clients this all the time, you don't need to remember it. Just know that you understood it at one point in time. That's pretty much. That's what I say <laughs> all the time. I understood it at one point in time. Like <laughs> That was enough. Yeah, that was it. I knew I knew it I, at one point and it made sense. So I'm willing to accept anything that you tell oh. me because it made sense at that one point in time, right? It's like part of my continuing
2: education each year. Yeah. It's probably in there. Probably like, in yeah, there I know it.
1: Right. So basically, uh, you know, investors, it's all about investors, investors are looking for the best deal possible. And so if, um, you know, mortgages become a better deal, then you're making more money off of mortgages, then the demand goes up. And when people you get a better deal, when more people want your business. Um, Mm -hmm. And so don't panic. I guess that's really what I want to say. That was a really long way of basically saying don't panic. It's fine. Uh, You know, I don't think we're going to see mortgage rates go up to 7% or anything like that. Um, And then I gave Rachel an article that um, explains it a little bit better than I probably just did. Uh, Definitely better than how I just explained it. Uh, So we'll put put that out there too. And if anybody has questions, ask. I'm willing to open up a discussion about it because I do think it's kind of interesting. And it's one of those um, things that people... Don't have great information, and uh, you know, I don't want to jump on the band- bandwagon and point fingers at media mm. or false news, right? Is that that's sort of the, <laughs> the coined term of in today's world? Yes. Um, you know, I don't want to say CNN screwing us over by creating panic or whatever, but um, you know, there's more to it. So anyways, all right, let's talk about social media a little bit. Almost everyone's on social media now. I run into a few people every now and then, and I think, oh, that'd be a nice life. Have you ever shut yourself off of social media for any period of time? No, I mean, I don't
2: ever shut it off. I just, I choose not to. Yeah,
1: you're not a slave to it, for sure. I mean, you, you don't. I used to be,
2: and then anymore, it's like. I I know that I only post happy things and and good things. And we all know that we all have shit in our
1: lives. I just don't post about it. So I just choose to just not turn it on sometimes. Right. Well, you know, I've had some aha moments. One of them came from you, and I think it was around the holidays. And you said, Deb, not those people that are saying that they're having a good time with their families – that's not true. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's not true. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That was like, an, yeah, that was a huge aha moment for me. But uh, I don't know. Do you remember life before Facebook? And know, isn't that crazy? I don't know. I was, I, Facebook was not popular yet when I started in real estate 10 years ago. It was probably about eight years ago that I kind of, eight or nine years ago that I don't know if it was like
2: a, if it was a, like across the nation type of thing. Like it, I don't, I don't really know. I just know when I finally joined, I was being like almost bullied into joining because all of my friends were like, I can't believe you're not, your sister's on it, your mom's on it. I'm like, back off. Right. Like, I I I feel like I held off for a while, right?
1: Yeah, I did, but I think I've been on there like eight years. So, (laughs) fascinating numbers here. I pulled this chart up. I know. I can see this. this. Oh, wait. But I got to kind of blow it up because it's on my iPad here. So, in third quarter 2008, which would have been like my uh, second year in real estate, there were 100 million uh, Facebook users. Which is a lot, right? I guess that's apparently sounds like a not because I right? can see the rest of this. Okay, yeah. that was third quarter 2008. First quarter 2009, it goes up to hold on, come on, uh, 100 and I think it was 1997. Wow, almost doubles from third quarter uh, 2008 to first quarter 2009. You want to take a stab at what it is now? Not no, good. I no. That's a pretty tall uh, bar graph, though. Okay. Holy crap. <laughs> One billion, billion with a B, 936 million. That's very almost stately. Almost two billion. That's a state for sure. Uh, two, almost two billion. So to put that in perspective, hold on, I got another chart here. I'm all about the charts today. I don't know why I decided that I'm like a hot mess and it's all going to be about numbers. Almost two billion users. There are 326 million people in the United States.
2: Hmm.
1: There's 1.3 billion in China, 1.4 billion in China, but they're not allowed to do Facebook over there in China. So you take them out of the mix. So there are seven, there's like 7.4 billion people in the world. There's 2 billion Facebook users. So if you take China out of the mix, right, because they can't do Facebook, now you're down to like 6 billion people in the world who could maybe, you know, And there's $2 That's That's a lot. It is a lot. So I think it's safe to say that in the real estate world, when you're trying to buy or sell, there are some resources out there uh, in terms of social media. And we should talk about how to use those to your best interest because I've certainly seen some examples of – things that have been out there that probably didn't help the buyer or the seller. So that's what we're going to talk about when we come back with break. If anybody's still out there listening, (laughs) if not, that's fine. We can take uh, some silence as well. So stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate.
3: Streaming live.
0: you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on start here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com
3: with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety.
4: Tune in to the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time.
3: voiceamerica.com
0: You are listening to Real Real Estate Today To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com Now back to this week's program
1: Oh, bless you all for coming back and sticking with us. We've decided we're winning Marconi Awards today in our stellar broadcasting. Um, oh, the Webbies? Is that an award we can win? I don't know. Win? Isn't there, like, some, there like... There is something. We'll we, could ask, we could ask you know Kathy what? Griffin. We should start... If there is not an awards program for Voice America, we should start one. After? Like, we're, we're going to, like, omit this one? Today's show? And yeah. Then, and then say,
2: okay. Starting now. Starting now. <laughs> That's what my kids do. Starting right oh now. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. All right. So, we're talking about social media. So, uh, yeah. I remember real estate before smartphones even. Oh, I started real estate with a flip phone uh, before texting and before social media um, so we're we're all trying to figure out how to use this new medium I guess it's not that new and I had some thoughts and tips and the, the first thing I wanted to share and this is really going for buyers and sellers but it's to really have a good understanding of your target market um, you know snapchat right that's all the rage right yes mcdonald mcdonald's just came out this morning saying that they are doing
2: a snap to so what those are called Yes, to everyone about, like, why, you know, with, like, different clips of why you should apply at McDonald's and why it's so, you know, fulfilling and rewarding.
1: Uh, Okay, (sighs) Okay, well, I downloaded Snapchat a a few weeks ago when I was with my sister-in-law. Oh, yeah, And we just were doing it for the pictures and the giggles. I didn't know what to do with it once I was, like, taking screen captures of the pictures because I didn't know how to save anything. And so that's about as far as we've gotten. Apparently, there's things like stories. Because I was showing a house over the weekend, and there was a teenager along with us, and she it was really funny. She was like, I can't be in this house because I know the kid who lives here, and it's just weird. And then she said something about, I know it's for sale because there was a story on it, which I think is a Snapchat thing, right? I think so. Oh, this is something I'd okay. have to ask my okay. 20-year-old son. But this is my point. I don't do Snapchat. These teenagers are not buying homes. So right now, I don't really care about Snapchat. I'm not going to kill myself trying to learn Snapchat because that's not where my target market is. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think they're on Instagram, and so that is a huge fault of mine um, because I do think that my target market, my buyers, my sellers are out there on Instagram. But certainly they're on Facebook. And so that's why I'm kind of skewing a little bit towards Facebook today. But I just want to encourage you to think about who your market is. And there may be a market out there that isn't really on Facebook or on social media. And there's still um, an appropriate time to use print media. Mm -hmm. Um, And so think about that. Um, You know, I do miss, you know, there are some people, too, that have kind of gone away from Facebook and are doing more Instagram I've had some clients that are like, I'm done with Facebook, but if you need me, I'm on Instagram. I think people our age are on Facebook. Yes. I would say that. But like 10 years younger. They're on Instagram. They're on Instagram. Yes. And so I need to figure that out. But it's hard to like It's hard to keep things. up. I know. I, I, I know. Yeah. You know, I got... I'm proud of you. You, you don't even have teenage kids that are still, you right. know, or like in the house. Right. So. And you're on top of this stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to, but oh my gosh, it's a learning curve. I'll tell you what. All right, so let's talk about the buy side first, and how you can use social media to uh, you know help your case. You know, the first one is it's a really great way to find realtors and lenders. Deb Tomorrow Realtor on Facebook, uh, and to learn about them ahead of time, it's a great way. I've picked up lots of clients um, because people will post on Facebook, "Hey, I need a realtor. Who do you recommend?" Um, and you know, clients will say nice things. That's great. And then the people I think go to your Facebook page and kind of see how active you are what kind of person you are what kinds of things you're posting Um, and it you know it kind of uh, tells them a little bit about your personality so certainly I think it's an avenue Um, you know we always say it was the best way to find realtors and lenders is to ask your friends and family and so social media can be an efficient way to do that Um, I read a recent survey that said that more buyers are checking out their agents on Facebook rather than googling them so you know in terms of agents having that Facebook page is really really important. Um, it's also uh, Facebook or other social media. Uh, when you're buying a home, it's a great way to potentially learn up on the neighborhood. Uh, a lot of neighborhoods have Facebook pages, and I've stalked them a lot of times to kind of learn the vibe of a neighborhood or learn what's going on. Um, you know, what's the overall Facebook uh, tone? Have you looked at the Facebook page for your neighborhood, Karen? No, I didn't even know that there could could super be super cranky. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name of her neighborhood, but you know, there's this sort of like every time the homeowner association posts something, people are like, oh my, you know, it's like super cranky. Sure. Like even complaining, like the neighborhood garage sale. This was a couple years ago, but the neighborhood garage sale was gonna be like May 9th, and it was April 29th, and they said, well, why are the signs up already? And they're like, well, people are excited or something. But it's like that's kind of the tone. So, anyways, yes. yeah. um. I know there's another neighborhood here in town called Fritz Terrace. It's a neighborhood I really love. Kind of starter homes, but kind of a typical Bloomington and big trees. And um, And they have a lot of fun stuff on their Facebook. Um, and that gives the neighborhood a really nice feel. Homeowner associations, you can find meeting minutes, see if there's infighting. It's how I learned about embezzlement in one local condo association. Remember we talked about that? You can get to their meeting minutes, and if you look at their meeting minutes, it's like such and such and such and such embezzlement. (laughs) Like there was a bookkeeper that was embezzling thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, there's good information there. Um, Some of the groups are closed, and some of them are open, so you may not be able to find a lot of stuff. Um, But also schools and groups, you know, they all have social media sites. So especially if you're new to the community, it can be a great uh, resource there. All right, to get a little shadier uh, one of the things that I do I probably shouldn't reveal this secret uh, I guess I will I stalk the seller when I have a client who's interested in a house the first place I go is Facebook I remember a deal several years ago and the home was on the market and they uh, sellers had literally built it like six months before and it was like why is this house being sold I asked the listing agent that what why are they selling mm-hmm. never responded uh, and so I found them on Facebook Oh, it was really obvious that they were not together anymore, uh, that so-and-so had done such and such to so-and-so. It was all open and out there. And so I texted the agent back. I'd go, no need to respond. Figured it out. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> like, you know, I can't believe people put that out there. But anyways, they did. Um, but it can give a sense of, you know, what's their motivation? How desperate are they? Um, you know, are they transferring to a new job? Um, I had another one just a few weeks ago where we <laughs> – we were trying to figure out the situation. The house just felt weird. Like, there was just a, a weird vibe about it. Like, you could tell it wasn't, like, uh, you know, kind of a happy family situation. It was just, yeah. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I went to Facebook, and there were some pictures. And then I, I went to the uh, – that was the wife's Facebook page. I went to the husband's Facebook page. You could see something happened. <laughs> there was, like, a delineation, you know, of time. And so then I go to – this is what – I'm a horrible person. And then I go to um, this – Uh, In State of Indiana Judicial pages Where you can look up Court cases And I was like Okay Divorce has been filed Divorce was finalized There's even Some information in there About the judge Mandating a realtor Because they had Had the house On the market For a long time And this was one Of the questions Was you know Why has this house Been for sale For so long It's a good house You know What's up with it Well That obviously You could tell From some of the Court notes That they just Were not agreeing On the sale of a house But now it was Being mandated by the court, and so hopefully you know things would go a lot uh, smoother. So uh, there, you will find things like that. Um, I won't lie. I look
2: at people on Facebook or I Google them as well. If they're wanting to meet, you know, at eight o'clock on a Thursday night, you hmm. know, there's yeah. normal business hours, and then there's like, am I going to be the first person that meets this person? Right. And I may or may I may or may not do that. Right. You know. Right. For sure.
1: Uh, You know, another thing as a buyer you can do is just keep an eye out for people mentioning things like selling their homes. You know, in today's market, um, kind of getting that leg up can be really, really helpful. I actually had a seller post something on Facebook uh, within the past couple of days. We're going to be listing our house for, you know, in a few weeks with a realtor kind of thing. And she's already started generating some interest. And some people are sort of getting in on, you know, this opportunity, um, you know, before it kind of hits the market and which, you know, can drive competing offers and multiple offers and that kind of thing. Uh, What not to do if you're on the buying side on Facebook is, uh, one, don't feel the need to accept friend requests from realtors. (laughs) No, but I had these clients once. uh, They were so sweet. um, And they were said, uh, I was showing them a house, and they said, well, we went to this open house and the realtor friend requested us on Facebook about 20 minutes after we left the open house. And they're like, we just felt like that was super creepy. So don't feel like you have to accept those requests. I would never do that. Um, But also, On your social media, as the buyer, don't talk about how much you love the house. Remember, we talked a few weeks ago about uh, sellers potentially with cameras and video and listening in on conversations. I mean, social media is the same way, and you never know who knows someone who knows someone, right? Mm -hmm. That you can post something and think your Facebook thing is private, but then somebody else comments on it, and all of a sudden, it gets out there. So, you know, be aware of that. You never know who'll comment or how they can be connected. Um, You know... Don't talk about how you're like, oh, this is a good story too. It doesn't really have to do with social media, but it could have. But don't talk about like how your lending's messed up. If you're the buyer and you're like in a in a you know something's going wrong with your transaction. I see people post that on Facebook and I'm like, just don't. Um I had a deal, this was several years ago. No, Gosh. Please don't do that, especially yeah. if I'm the, no, lender. You're the lender. Please right? don't do that. No, but it was probably about seven years ago. I had the seller. The buyer was a local DJ did the early morning drive show on, like, the most popular radio station in town. And the deal got postponed. Like, there was an issue with a lender and on and on and on. And it was setting up, there was, like, three or four deals that had to, you know, go after this one. So it was a whole Mm. big fiasco. There were a bunch of people involved. And he kept talking every morning on the radio show about the deal. And, like, you know, he was over-dramatizing, I'm sure, for, you know, comedic effect or whatever, you know, for the show. But my sellers were listening to that and I swear every morning at like seven fifteen I would get like panicked phone calls. Finally had to call the other agent and I was like, Can you tell your client to just stop talking about our damn deal on the radio? Because it's just (laughs) making everybody's life more difficult. So keep your mouth shut. Shut it. Shut it. Zip it. Zip it. Zip it. Uh don't just don't just don't talk about it okay all right we're gonna come back in the next segment and talk about uh on the seller side some things you can do to benefit uh, and some things to be aware of too so hang in there we'll be right back you're listening to real real estate today your home for smart sometimes real estate
3: Interested in
0: buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help? Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions, and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com.
4: leadership issues are discussed each week on voltcast illuminating leadership with host jeff smith jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size listen every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on voice america variety why do some people seemingly make the same mistakes when it comes to love and relationships what is the best way to find love Make a visit each week to Destination Love. Host Shelley Pumphrey will bring what you need to know to find love. No, it's not about the next fad, dating site tips, scoring the first date, or looking your best. Rather, it's empowerment—knowing that your authentic self works best—and the science behind finding love. Destination Love is live Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on Voice America Variety.
3: Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com now back to this week's program.
1: All right, welcome back. And we are talking today about a myriad of topics. So go ahead and rewind back to the beginning of the show as soon as this is over (laughs) because It's a good one. And Rachel just found out there is a U.S. Podcast Awards, uh, and you can register your show to be nominated, listener nominations or something. So uh, we'll be doing that. I'm I'm right on top of that, I'm right on top of that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So so on the seller side, social media, how can that help you sell your home? Obviously the same that we talked about on the buying side for finding a realtor um, and finding resources in general. But one of the big things I highly recommend is edit, 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 delete, 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 okay? You hear people say clean your house. You've got to clean your house before you list. Okay, that means cleaning your social media house too, okay? Uh, delete those pictures of the snake that came into your office. Please do. I'm not talking about my house. Okay, I was like, oh, you had a snake that came into your office. I did actually when I first moved okay. into my house. There was a mass hysteria. It was horrible and then the snake disappeared and I wouldn't go into my office for a long time. But... Um, yeah, no, I had a, someone on Facebook a few weeks ago posted a picture of a really good-sized snake that had come into his office Mm-mm. in the basement of his house. Nope. And I jokingly like, was like, hey, are you ready for me to list your house? But then I think <laughs> you need that needs to go away. Right. Right? Um, or, you know, this post about your obnoxious neighbor's yard that hasn't been mowed in four weeks. You know, just clean that stuff up that you would normally potentially rant about because people might see that and be like, oh, wait, that house has snakes. I mean, right? It could happen. I am. I'm sitting here thinking
2: that, for the most part, the people that I'm friends with, they they don't. They all post happy, you know, really? unicorns and rainbows. For the most mm-hmm. part, mm-hmm. I would say there is a very small percentage. We're very stately on my. Opinion. There you go. <laughs> <Sorry>. No, because <laughs> I just I
1: can't have all that drama. Right? Really no, can't. no. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of people I don't follow because they're like that, that too. But also, you know, delete those posts about your cheating and cheating ex. Your amazing raise at work because the buyers will think you don't need any money, you know. That's true. Be bland, be boring, kind of keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Once the house is listed, do share, 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 share. You know, I think the more the better. Um, I will tell you, I don't always post listings and share a lot because this is what's happened. People start to make negative comments. And that doesn't help my situation. you know right. that does, but if you are sharing with your friends, if the seller is sharing with your friends and people tend to be really positive, if a realtor is sharing and sort of clogging up people's Facebook feeds, if you will, mm-hmm. they're gonna start to say really negative things. And I know that uh, you were saying that happened to someone that just called you recently, another realtor, remember you just told me this 10 minutes ago, I swear to God. (laughs) Yes, I do. That they, she had posted a home and people were starting to question whether, you know, this can't be financed. You can't get financing for, you know, manufactured home. And it's not true. But all of a sudden now, this she's having to fight against the grain. But if those homeowners had posted that home and shared it amongst their friends, they're going to get positive feedback. And that's mm-hmm. tends to be a better way uh, to do that. Get your friends to comment that they love the home. Um, you know, that's always – because what do people want? They want uh, others to – not be jealous, that's not the right word. But, you know, they want to be proud of their home and they want people to be like, wow, you know, you live in a beautiful home. And so if your friends are like, wow, that's a really beautiful home, and a home buyer happens to stumble upon that, might think, wow, you know, that's the kind of reaction I want to get from my mm-hmm. friends too. Um, so things like that can, um, can be positive uh, definitely think outside the box uh, this is something I've been thinking about doing but I have to get a little bit better with the technology uh, homes are selling really quick so it's hard to do open houses I don't think I've done a single open house this year because most of the stuff is selling too fast to get one to be done but you know with Facebook live you could do a virtual open house pretty easily just tell everyone hey we're going to have an open house on Sunday for, you know from 1 to one fifteen, and we're going to walk through the house and everybody can kind of tune into Facebook or something I think we're going to start to see more stuff like that um, happen Uh, another thing I've used social media for and maybe you do it in like a closed group setting is to ask for feedback on a house sometimes when we have a property that we're having a hard time selling uh, a a closed Facebook group of people that I know uh, who can give me some honest feedback look at these pictures tell me what questions you have uh, you know tell me what's confusing to you that kind of thing so you can use it as some market research Mm -hmm. Um, uh, don't post about negotiations I see that, too, and i like, oh. Or people are like, oh, I got an accepted offer. No, you just jinxed it. Yeah. But don't, seriously. <laughs> um, but don't post out negotiations. Don't do it. Just don't do it. There's a story, uh, uh, just real quick, of someone who said they lost a sale because – it was a realtor who said they lost a sale because they were negotiating, and the buyer went onto the seller's Facebook page, and the seller was um, making some derogatory comments about – I think it was uh, – that she was female or something with something, you Mm -hmm. know, a protected class and that they didn't want to negotiate with that person because of whatever reasons and the buyer came back and they're like, done, I'm out. Like, this isn't a house I want kind of thing and the the deal fell apart never came together. So just don't do it. Just keep your mouth shut. Um, And also be aware of posting vacant homes. I know they're out there on the internet anyways, but we certainly don't want to make it any easier for people. You know, I think about a house I had listed for sale a few years ago, and it was vacant. They had moved out into their new home, and I went in one day, and there were cigarette ashes in one of the bedrooms. Completely empty home, but there were cigarette ashes, and the house smell of cigarettes, and I was like, and I knew none no, of the homeowners smoked. I was like, what is this? She's like, hmm, probably one of my teenager, teenage boy's friends. She's like, I don't really know who has keys out there kind of thing. But, you know, they became aware via social media that the home was empty, And they're like, oh, I have a key for that house. Or my mom has a key for that house. Yeah, exactly. So just make it harder for them to resist. Um, I wanted to talk real briefly, because we're running out of time, shocking, uh, about Nextdoor. um, Because that's a social media app. I think it's sort of the next generation of social media in the sense that people are going towards more um, private networks. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Nextdoor is like a neighborhood app that you sort of have to prove that you live in the neighborhood. Um, I tried to um, sign up Last night, I don't live in a neighborhood, so I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, they were like, you can start your own. And I was like, it'll be me and my dogs in the, in the next door app. But you ha- your belong in yes. yours. Yes. Uh, and I think people, uh, so you sign up and then they send you, I think, a, a snail mail verification code or something that you put in. Yeah, I don't remember. I've been yeah. on it for a while. Um, and people talk about all kinds of things, uh, you know, whether it's block parties, garage sales, stuff to sell, houses for sale. Yeah. My latest in mine is, uh, who knows, a power washer or who has mm-hmm. baby items. Like, yep. yeah. In Rachel's neighborhood, they have um, uh, panther sightings. So, they have a neighbor who always swears up and down there's a panther running around. there is. <laughs> because there is. And... Uh, and so he's always, yeah, letting people know when the panther is being cited. So that's a great resource for finding people to do work for you that your neighbors have used, you know, that work in your area. So next generation is, a, or the next door is a great uh, opportunity for that too. Um, one other thing that social media is great for, and I'll kind of leave you on this. I think we talked, to, did we talk the other day last week or week before about Yelp reviews? No, I don't did you recall remember that. me posting that? My new favorite thing: Yelp reviews with Jimmy Fallon and a season. Sorry, and they read Yelp reviews and the, like the owner responses. I send those to you. Mm-hmm. God, they're hysterical. Um, but social media is great for if you love your realtor, shout it out loud. I had some clients do that last week, and it made me feel so good. He even tweeted, and so I even got onto Twitter and I liked the tweet, and I think I retweeted. I'm not sure I was clicking buttons um, but you know but he also did on Facebook too so social media is great if you love your realtor and a realtor's done a really really great job for you shout it out on social media that is so appreciated um, and and makes a big difference uh, you know in, in helping us build our business so if you didn't like him I guess you can say that too unless it's me then don't all right, should we throw in the towel for this episode? I think so. You're down to about five <laughs> <Okay>. seconds. <laughs> and the engineer's like, let's just get it, zip it. Okay, remember, social media, just keep your mouth shut. That's the best. You, <laughs> you don't, don't have like, anything good to say. <laughs> don't, don't say, say anything at all, at all right? Yes. Keep your mouth shut. Uh, all right, and next week we're going to talk about uh, what to do when the deal goes bad because that's what we've been dealing with <laughs> yes. this week. So what to do when the deal goes bad. Um, and it, it should be good, and we're going to keep it positive. And we're going to make it through this week. So, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate.
0: Thank you for tuning into Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.